Good evening, I'm Robert Schuller, and welcome to Vital Living Monthly. This is part of the Robert Schuller Ministries, a church with no walls and vital living. We're here to give you inspiration, encouragement, and hope. So share this Vital Living Monthly, whether you're listening via telephone, Facebook, YouTube, or on our podcast. Tonight, we have a great guest. And uh, she has written a new book, and we'll be introducing her shortly. And good evening. That was, did you say you were Robert Schuler? I missed that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's that, yeah. Robert Schuler. I'm Donna Schuler, huh. and we've been doing this for almost seven years. So sometimes we don't actually even hear what each other says, which is not good. But um, thank you again for being here with Vital Living. Vital Living Monthly is part of our Vital Living Ministry, our church with no walls. If you're on the phone call right now and would prefer to see us, you just go to the Robert Schuler Ministry Facebook page, and you can watch us live. And unfortunately, our guest, that is a great guest, cannot be live because she's in Florida. We're in Mexico tonight, so that doesn't happen, but you'll be able to hear her, and I can't wait to introduce you to her in just a little bit. Um, after tonight, this is also available on podcast. And in a little while, we'll be taking some questions from our guests. And when we are ready to take questions, and I know lots of you are shy, so let's try not to be so shy tonight because we like it when we get feedback. We're lonely out here. And uh, we'd love to have any of your questions for us or for our guests. And when that time comes, all you have to do if you're on the phone is to click the uh, star button and the six key. Star six, and we'll tell you about that a little bit later. I have to actually do some things on my control panel to start that. But um, anyway, it's Pastor Robert. So this is, in effect, church service. Yeah. It's uh, time for us to be edified by, this, by the scriptures. It's time for us to be able to pray together. It's time for us to be able to communicate with one another. And if if you are have set up a, a watch party, it's time for you to be able to communicate with your family or your friends and, and whoever you invited to your watch party. And, in fact, if, if you let me know you're doing a watch party, I'll give a shout-out to you specifically and to, to your friends and family who are doing that. And before you read your Bible and pray, I want to tell you all that are on Facebook, we are close enough to the camera tonight. If you'd like to ask a question when we get to that point in our um, service, we can read your questions as long as not everybody comes in at once because it will scroll up and out of our way. But we'd love to take your questions. So please, like, get a paper from your start writing them down. Not right now, but, you know, later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by reading our scripture for this evening. And uh, I'm going to read Psalm 1. The very first psalm goes like this. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord. They meditate on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the river, uh, planted along the river bank, bearing fruit every season. Their leaves never wither. And they prosper in all they do. But the Lord watches over the path of the godly. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time where we can come together and we can 
read your words that you have for us. Uh, we can we can come together and we can pray. We can support one another. We can we we can get closer to you because we're spending time with you in prayer and in reading the scripture and, and hearing from from your spiritual leaders. And so, oh God, as, as we continue throughout this this moment, we pray that you will give us the, the answers we need for for the struggles that we face, for the challenges that stand before us. We pray that you will give us the, the clarity of vision to to bring our family closer together, our friends closer together, that you will bring healing into our bodies, our minds, and our souls, that wherever there's malignancy, that the healthy blood cells will go in and eradicate that malignancy. Whether there are organs that don't function properly, that you will shock them into reality and bring them back to life and, and make them work the way they're supposed to. And so, oh God, we thank you for the opportunity that we have this very moment to come and talk to you. So in our meditation, may we hear your reply. So answer our prayers. Speak to us through our thoughts, examples, uh, through serendipities we did not expect. So we pray this prayer in the name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. You know, before you introduce our guest, I just, as you were praying, what came to my mind was the fact that this Sunday is Father's Day, and yeah. that's a great day. I know tomorrow. That's right. Tomorrow is Father's Day. And, you know, it's a great time. If your father is no longer living, as mine is not, my father passed away and died in a car accident when I was 13, so I haven't had a dad for a lot of years, but... I hold on to those great memories. While my father was here for so many, you know, for just a few short years in my life, he was an amazing man, and he loved me, and I knew he loved me. But, you know, I also think about those of you that either um, maybe never knew your dad, or if you did know your dad, your dad wasn't a great guy. He had, um, he was ill in one way or another. Maybe he had some demons and uh, addiction or or other things, and maybe he was physically so ill that he just couldn't be there for you. So this can be a tough time as well because you might be remembering some of what you don't have. But what I want to remind you of is that you have a heavenly Father who will never leave you, who will never desert you. He's there for you. All you have to do is ask him. Yeah. Well, we've been brought together from across this nation. I'm looking at the people who are who are, who are here. We've got from from Texas, from Utah, from, from Illinois, California, Don and I are in Mexico. So the beautiful thing about this medium is you can bring your family together and you can worship with your family. Tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, you can set up a watch party and uh, you can do, do Father's Day together, even though you are uh, hundreds, thousands of Charlotte. Yeah, regardless of how many miles away you are from each other. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest because we have yeah. we have a fabulous woman and uh, who's going to be sharing with us a little bit about her book entitled Fight Forward. And uh, her name is Brenda Crouch. Uh, having once found identity in the modeling and entertainment industry, Brenda Crouch's best performance 
was hiding the evidence of domestic abuse and insecurity behind the fragile mask of glamour. She is a dynamic speaker, singer, and author whose heart-piercing message confronts the real issues plaguing our culture and keeps people from fulfilling their divine purpose. Brenda and her husband, American Christian uh, broadcaster and film producer, and friend of Robert A. Schuler, <laughs> Mr. Paul Krauss Jr., uh, work, work together sharing the gospel through media. For more information about Brenda, you can find it on our website at brendacrouch.com. And if you're in a, a live audience and say, please give a, a shout out to her and, and right. welcome, welcome Brenda. And uh, so, so maybe you can throw up a, a, a few hearts or something yeah. for, for Brenda. <laughs> and uh, and uh, meanwhile, she's on the she's on the phone with us. And if you're listening on the phone, uh, you can just Say hello, Brenda, even though she can't hear you right now. I guess we could unmute it and everyone could say hello, Brenda. Uh, <laughs> hey, Robert and Donna. Hi. Love you guys. Oh, we love you. I would unmute it, but you know what? I have to do each person. Yeah, the lots of hearts coming up on her Facebook. Yay. So glad to have you on and so excited about the release of your new book. And Robert's going to kind of kick off that our interview and we're going to ask you all kinds of questions, whatever we can get through in the next, say, 20 minutes. And then we're going to, you know, in between we'll, we'll open the phone lines and see if somebody has a question for you. Sounds great. So, yeah. So, so Brenda, first of all, I've got to talk to you about our, our friendship and the times we spent mm-hmm. on the beach. Uh, eating. Yeah. I think I, I think I brought in a, out a cheese, a cheese board and uh, we, we just had some wonderful times together. We did. And you make, you guys make the best charcuterie tray, I'm telling you. Oh, it, we had a good yeah. time. <laughs> Robert actually makes the very best because his design is so beautiful. So I forget who made oh, that yeah. that night, but I think he did. And his, his are prettier than mine. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. But so much anyhow, talent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So much. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm known for my, my cooking ability. No, no, not at all. Not even sales. But um, in your book, you mentioned the issue of a hijacked identity. First of all, we didn't yes. talk about the name of the book yet, did we? It's Fight Forward. Yeah, Fight Forward, reclaiming the, uh, reclaim the real you. And I'm enjoying it. I thought, you know, I haven't finished the whole thing yet. Because it's such a heavy book, really, yeah. it's so heartfelt that I have to take it slowly. So Yeah, anyway, it's a deep well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a great deep read. well of information. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, and, sorry, you know, to I respond to your question um, about the hijacked identity, that really was a term that God gave to me uh, one night as I was actually laying in bed, and I was really... Uh, kind of mulling over this thought about the broken identity and, you know, my journey. And the Lord said, you know, your your identity wasn't broken. It was hijacked. And it yeah. just hit me like right. this aha moment that I had. And I suddenly realized we each have an enemy of our soul that roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's out to kill, steal, and destroy. And I realized that it's through wounds that often start as early as our childhood, that through these wounds, 
he hijacks our identity because some pain is so deep that we begin to uh, listen to a lie. And in that mm-hmm. lie that uh, that he perpetrates, our identity often is hijacked and twisted, and it's bound and gagged. Our real voice is gagged. And that he offers often this counterfeit in place of the real person that we are. And then we begin to learn to project something that is, you know, the facade, because we want yeah, to be loved. It's, it's unauthentic. It's not authentic, right? We don't, we never get exactly to authentic, real, like our child self that God created is what, I, yes. what I've written so far, what I'm hearing you say. Um, you know, a lot of people, you said that, you know, you, you found a lot of your identity, like in modeling and being a pretty girl, you have a beautiful voice and all of that. Right. Many people, many, many people do that. That's part of the, having a hijacked identity, but right. they're social, they do that right in social status, success, career. Exactly. Um, how do you find identity in Jesus Christ? Well, you know, Donna, I think that it's really a process of allowing him in to those places where we even are afraid to look at ourselves because it, you know, it just becomes such a complex uh, and layered thing that we hide behind. And so I really believe that God loves us so much that he will kind of court us to that place. And, and so often as it was in my case, uh, we go through um, circumstances in our life that feels like we're coming unraveled. And we usually want to run from those. We usually are uh, terrified in the midst of those. And we think, oh, this can't be God. You know, God wouldn't want this for me. And I just want to encourage people that so often it's there. It's there in the low places, in the in the brokenness, that his presence is so real. And that he is actually putting his finger on something. We all have a blind spot. And he has such a, a, a masterful way of revealing our blind spots where we just cannot see. And and it really requires that place of honesty and vulnerability with him where, uh, you know, it's in the, is it in the book of Corinthians, I think, that says that we all stand with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of God, are being transformed into the same er- image as God from glory to glory. And I believe that in that process of unraveling, of peeling back the onion, so to speak, he Mm -hmm. allows us to get real with him. And I think there's a lot of hurting people out there right now that in our culture and and in the church that um, they're carrying heavy, heavy loads. And uh, they feel like they've got to keep this this uh, paint this image of success and put a smile on for everybody and inside they are just absolutely cracking. You know, that kind of leads to, to my next question and, and that is why do people stay silent in their abuse and why do they stay silent in their codependency? Well, often, and as it was in my case, I stayed silent because I felt that I was protecting a person that I loved. And, you know, if, if, I, if I'm honest with you, um, psychology research will tell you that children that have been abused, uh, that were victims of, of sexual trauma specifically, they um, will often, they, they, they're traumatically bonded with this parent who represents both the good and the bad. 
so they take the dynamics from good parent, bad parent into their adult relationships, and they don't understand yet that love doesn't do those things. They may have a cognitive, cognitive, you know, understanding of that, but they deep inside of who they are in their spirit, they really don't. That hasn't penetrated them because they're not valuing themselves. And so I, I, my self-worth was coming from the image I thought everybody had of me. And so, you know, it would mean that my whole world would come crashing down if I were to tell the, mm-hmm. you know, the truth about what was really happening. So how did you break out of that? Again, it was a process of my um, sincere desire to seek God my sincere desire to serve him. And as I did so, he began to show me little areas and reflections of, you know, where I needed boundaries in my life. But he also showed me areas where I was being tested for my motives, even in ministry. And God was saying, Brenda, I want your heart. Don't give to me your ministry as how you serve me. I want your heart. And uh, so, you know, the, all these areas that were so easy to become idols in my life and the people that, you know, I was codependent with, and that was really a, another form of idolatry. And so it was really a process of God speaking to my heart about the idols in my life and saying, I want all of you. And when you give me all of you, I'm going to restore you like you've never seen mm-hmm. and you could never imagine. And he has done that. And he's still continuing. So what did that feel like when you finally broke through that? It was a real process, I think, layer by layer. They were they were small um, surrenders, you know, with each and every one. But there were some big ones that, you know, I, I will say that each and every time that I surrendered to God and let go, just let go of the things I needed, I felt I needed to control and project, there was always a tremendous peace that would come on me and, and just would remain with me. And I began to find my voice and the authority that has been given to us through Christ. We can't have true authority against the enemy unless we really understand who we are as loved and accepted in his glory. And, and you know, if we can't come on us, then we're not going to see it. I know for me, it felt like hopping off of the treadmill. Huh. And, and it felt like I finally put my my bag down. Like I was carrying these bags, running on the treadmill. And yeah. I finally was able to get off the treadmill. I was able to put the bags down. Mm, that's oh. powerful. That's so good. Well, I think I think a lot of people, too, you know, they don't, they don't understand that this this process that you've gone through, it takes time. I mean, I believe in an instantaneous miracle, of course, but in most cases, you know, we have to clearly seek uh, the face of Jesus in order to have, you know, in other words, I know I go out of my way to have my quiet time. I mean, I just have right. to have it. It's a very kind of a hyper-energetic person yes. that, you know, runs on, you know, high-octane fuel. And I mean, I don't even need coffee, but, you know, I'm just like, go, go, go. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, so I, sometimes I can be really guilty of just leaving God in the back. I'll be right with you. I'll be back, God. So right. I have to be so intentional about 
my yeah. alone quiet times with the Lord, and that's when I learn about myself. I mean, not right. in the right in the busyness. And I think sometimes people skip that, I, you know, that step that oh no, why aren't my answers coming? Well, have you really, really spent the time asking and praying and listening yeah. and? Uh, you know, so it, it is a process. We're going to ask you a couple more questions. But I want to see if anybody else has questions. I'm going to open the Q&A line. So if there's anyone on, you didn't hear that? So if you're on Facebook, you can type it in and we can see if you're in the comment line. You just type in a question. And if you prefer, if you're on the phone line, all you have to do is hit the star button and you will appear here on my screen and I will get to you uh, first come first serve and uh, but, you know, we'll just go ahead and talk and, and because because rarely does anyone call in Donna's mother used to call in regularly but she's been having trouble with that lately but uh, anyhow maybe she can call in tonight we'll see because I thought I saw her on earlier she was on and she disappeared <laughs> Oh, yeah. She must have gone out to dinner with her husband or something. That is not. <laughs> just because she's celebrating Father's Day, yeah. Her father, his father, you know. Because <laughs> I think everyone has had a father. Absolutely. And uh, so Absolutely. it's Father's Day. And I do the same thing for Mother's Day. I tell people everybody gets to celebrate Mother's Day because yep. everybody's had a mother. Um, and the same with fathers, because everybody's got a father. So true. I have, a, I have another question while we wait for the brave people out there to type in or call in something. But, um, you know, there's this big Me Too movement that's been going on now yeah. for over a year. Um, yeah. Is the reaction you're seeing there, do you, do you think that's justified? Um, how, what is your reaction to this the hashtag Me Too? I think Me Too uh, has certainly brought the reality of this issue to the table and mm-hmm. the brevity of it um in the positive effect of that has been that even the, you know the church is really starting to really look at this and for what it is yeah. and and not ignore yeah. it so it certainly is an issue that it, it's time for that but I, I do think that me too the me too movement in and of itself is really not the answer to the problem and mm-hmm. uh the reason i say that is that we, they, I feel like so many women who have linked up with the Me Too movement are just angry, sh- you know, throwing their fists in the air, saying, you know, let's let's expose all the monsters. And, um, you know, what it is is we they're still stuck in a victim identity, and we cannot right. continue to live in a victim identity in that anger and nope. in that bitterness. And yes, we need to confront the demons. We need to confront, you know, our perpetrators of abuse. But to Mm -hmm. demonize people means that we're not really seeing um, the bigger picture. And culture is not capable of this. It's only as a follower of Christ we understand that that there is an enemy out there who is at work in families and family systems and through these woundings is causing people to become so twisted. And, and, And this is on so many different levels, of course. But most victimizers were victims of abuse when they were children and so what we see then is this uh terrible kind of generational cursing and these cycles Mm -hmm. that um are are being perpetrated over and over 
And so I think what we have to do is really look at the lies behind them. We've got to look at the strategies of the enemy to be able to then fight back with the proper weapons. And one of the weapons is certainly going to be forgiveness. Forgiveness is where we are set free. And that was my journey. It was a journey of forgiveness and a journey of beginning to understand how is it that the enemy took my life and the, you know, the gifts and the talents that God had given me to use for purpose and twisted me into believing certain things and nearly destroyed me? How is it that that happened? And then once I began to walk in this, you know, transformation and the truth of God's word, then I began to be clothed with his strength, with his purpose, with his joy, and with his power to then cut these ties and and really do damage to the kingdom of darkness. That is my hope right now, is that as I speak this message, people are going to begin to come into the light and be set free from these lies. And, you know, it is a process, Donna, just like you said, and, and it took me years to come to the place that I am today. But I am so thankful. It's like Joseph said, you know, when his brothers bowed before him, Joseph in the Bible, uh, the son of Jacob, when he went from the pit to the palace, he said, you meant it for my harm, but God meant it for my good. And I can honestly say that what the enemy has meant for my harm, God has used it for my good. And I believe the good of many other people. Me too. Me too. We have a question on there. It's actually yeah. not a question for you or for myself or anybody, for Robert. It's from Nicholas. Nicholas, and I don't know where you are where you are from, Nicholas, you're on Facebook, but what's the best way to start a church? I'm going to let Pastor Robert answer that. <laughs> well, well, first of all, you have to find the church, and right. the church is people. So wherever you can gather two or three people together in the name of Jesus, you mm-hmm. have created a church. He has said specifically, I will be there. So one of the ways you can start a church today without building brick-and-mortar church is you can you can create a watch party on when, on Sunday mornings, and you can, you can gather your family and your friends together on Sunday mornings during our, our worship experience that we have on, uh, on, on Facebook Live. Uh, you can you can set an appointment with me, and we can talk about it. Uh, you, can about it. you can set an appointment with me uh, on Facebook, and we can talk about this further as far as different things you can do to start a church. But uh, I know that if you are feeling called in this way, that uh, you you will uh, be blessed. Absolutely, you have to listen to that calling. You know that's. That's a serious thing. God put that on your heart, and uh, we're here to help you do that, Nicholas. So just if you see there, there's a little button that says, you know, schedule an appointment with Pastor Robert. There's no there's no charge for that. He'll, he'll personally talk to you and, and try to help you through that. So, um, yeah. So just I'm, I'm all about building the church, yes. not churches, the church. the church, and it is the church of Jesus Christ, which is made up of all of his people. I'll be talking about that actually tomorrow morning in our service at 8 o'clock. So, um, so Brenda, I want to thank you for this time and for this opportunity for, for joining us today. It's, it's been really great. Well, I thank you guys, and I love you so much, and Paul and I support you every way that we can, and uh, 
we are happy to lock arms with you. And how can people buy your book, Fight Forward, Reclaim the Real You by Brenda Crouch? How do we buy this? You can find it on the uh, bookstore shelves at Barnes & Noble. And you can also go online, buy it at Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble or ChristianBooks.com. And uh, you can also go to my website. I would love for everybody to please join, uh, come and uh, visit my website, BrendaCrouch.com. And I've got all kinds of information in there, and which will direct them. And uh, also, they can find me on social media. All those, uh, all my social media tags are there uh, on my website as well. That is great. And I'm holding the book up on Facebook, and I realize that this is a mirror image, so it's backwards. But there's okay. <laughs> nothing I can do about that right now. Yeah. But it's just, I want people to see what a beautiful cover it is, what it looks like. So when they're searching, they'll go, oh, that's it. A lot of times the visual helps a lot. Plus they can get yeah. your name in case they don't know it. And, yeah, so there's that. And, gosh, we're just going to do some updating. So you're welcome to stay on. Otherwise, we're going to say uh, goodbye to you, and we're going to kind of – I'll give a church update and then uh, All right. close prayer and be out of here and let people get back to doing whatever they're doing. I know you're on the East Coast time, so I am. So what I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, it's, well, no, it's nine thirty. It's nine thirty. So yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to say adios and uh, bless okay. you guys and thank you so much for the great thank opportunity you to be so with much. you. Brenda, say hi to Paul, and remember, God is blessing you always, and I know you know that, and we can't wait to be together again soon. Sounds That's great. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So you have an update for us? I do have a short update about our, um, you don't see the button. Uh should be on our Facebook page. Uh, Nicholas at the top, which is, well, you know what? It's on the upper right. It says, um, join me, or it's right, it's a big blue button on the upper right hand of the screen, on the Facebook screen. Either schedule appointment or watch us or contact us or something like that. So anyway, the update, and we'll, you know what, I'll get back to you after we finish up here, Nicholas, and I'll just make sure that we connect and, um, yeah, so you can meet with Robert. But and if all else fails, you can email us at Robert Schulerministries.org. Exactly. We'll make it happen. So the update. Uh, we're in Mexico. Like we said, we have our mission and our uh, chapel service down here tomorrow morning. Uh, it's called the Gathering uh, San Jose del Cabo. And we have an amazing new location. If you That's look great. at our Facebook and our premiere for our service, it starts tomorrow at 8, or maybe you're going to join us at 6 p.m. Pacific you'll see a picture of the inside of that chapel that we meet in here in Los Cabos. And it's in the uh, Cabo Azul Resort, and it's absolutely beautiful. So if by chance somebody from uh, Los Cabos area is listening tonight, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, Sunday, and join us there because you will not be sorry. Just the awe when you walk into the building is incredible. Like I said, look up or down on this uh, page and you'll be able to see what the inside of that chapel looks like. And it is an outdoor-indoor, which is great because we love our church with no walls. Uh, let's see. Please, this sounds kind of silly, but if you would subscribe to our YouTube channel, Robert Schiller Ministries, it really helps our ministry. There's no charge to subscribe, so go to YouTube channel, Robert Schiller Ministries, and then click on this little icon, the little red icon that alerts 
And then they'll let you know when something is something new is uploaded that you can listen to or watch, and uh, you won't get a lot of stuff. But um, anyway, we've got all kinds of inspirational videos on there. Robert's sending messages are uploaded after they're delivered on Facebook Live. And uh, gosh, uh, our website, drshuler.org, you can go in there and under Grow and Connect, you can join our prayer community. You can pray for others. They'll pray for you. It's like, you know, we're creating a church with no walls. So what is a church? It's people and it's groups of people doing things for each other. It's not just about us. It's not about Pastor Robert. It's not about me. It's about all of you. So we really encourage you to go on drshuler.org. Look around there. There's a bunch of links that basically the grow and connect, and then you join our community app, which is at pray.com. Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to – I think that's about it right now for our update. Um, our podcast is going to be posted on podcasts after this, and our podcast is on almost every platform out there, including Alexa. So you can say, Alexa, play Robert Shaw Ministries podcast. And we're, we're putting a lot of time and effort into kind of cleaning up this podcast and making it even better than it's been. So you'll find short form, long form, all kinds of stuff on there. And, um, yeah, um, let's so, change voices. You can <laughs> I'm tired of listening to me. Absolutely, so. yeah. So so when it comes to asking for money, I, I'm... Yeah, you're sorry. <laughs> she, she wants me to collect the offering because this is a church. This is a church service, and we function off of your tithes and your offerings. The only way we pay the bills, and, and it's shocking how many little ten dollars a month for this, fifty dollars oh. a month for this that we have in order to just have an online videos and to have this online ministry. It's it's shocking how much there is. And so, if you wish to make an offer to participate and and give your your uh, your gifts or your your tithes or offering, here's how we do it. You text this number five 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 eight eight eight. And you text the message RDSM. That stands for Robert and Donna Schuler Ministries. RDSM. And you again you text it to five 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 eight eight eight. And then you follow the prompts and uh and that'll happen. And if you don't like to give that way, you'd like to actually write a check and stick it in the mail, you can do that by writing us at Robert Schuler Ministries. 2128 Bay Point Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. That's Robert Schuler Ministries, 2128 Bay Point Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. The light is creeping in here because the sun's starting to go down. So you've got a little crack in the blind here when the sun's turning here behind your head. Yeah, I was. I didn't notice the thing. But anyhow. Sorry, well, they probably took my arms up in the air all weird. Yeah, so I'm going to But Watch, that's why. Okay. But anyhow, anyway, you know, that's probably a clue for us to... Time to go. ...to tell you, and, I, and we're going to change voices again if it's the 15th of the month. It is time for Bible Living Monday. We're here. It'll be seven years. Actually, I think we're going on eight years now that we've been doing Bible Living Monthly on the 15th of every month. 6 p.m. Pacific time on our conference call line and on Facebook Live. We appreciate all that you do for us. We are a community. We are a church. A church is not a building. A church is people. I think we've checked that enough. So we love you all, and God is blessing you until the 15th of July. He's blessing you always. Always. God loves you, and so do we. Yes. Good night. See you next time.
けないもの